I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hey, thanks for joining us. President Rodrigo Duterte issues a stern warning to the House of Representatives over the speakership row. The president says he will intervene if there's a delay in the passage of the 2021 national budget. In a televised address Thursday, the president told the lower chamber to resolve the dispute between Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano and Lord Alan Velasco and to ensure the timely passage of the crucial spending bill. He, however, did not give a timeline for the passage of the budget. Huwag naman sana ninyong subrahan ang laro sa Congress na yung budget mismo ang nalagay sa alanganin. I'm just, you know, appealing to you. Yung upo nila dito, hindi sabihin na may balak ako. Gusto ko lang sabihin in one straight statement. Either you resolve the issue sa impasse ninyo dyan and pass the budget legally and constitutionally. Pag hindi ninyo ginawa, ako ang gagawa para sa inyo. Hindi ako nananakot. Wala akong ambisyon manakot. Wala rin akong ambisyon na tatagal dito sa pwestong na puro problema. Wala akong, wala akong hangarin. Basta sinasabi ko lang, if you do not solve the problem, then I will solve the problem for you. For Congressman Velasco, the president's message is clear. The term-sharing deal between him and Speaker Cayetano should be honored. That agreement was brokered by Mr. Duterte himself. Sabi sa akin ni Mayor, okay, Lord, okay. Then he faced Speaker Cayetano. Sabi niya kay Speaker Cayetano, Alan, okay na. On October 14, you will resign and... On October, you will announce that on October 14, you are resigning because you abide with the gentleman's agreement. Kita-kita ko yung galit ni Pangulo because sabi sa akin ni Pangulo, Lord, hindi lang ikaw ang napahiya dito. Tayong dalawa. The President used the word, the word, Lord, nadenggoy tayong dalawa. Velasco urging his colleagues to resume sessions to pass the 2021 national budget on time. Velasco notes sessions can resume as long as majority of the lawmakers agree to it. The House suspended sessions Tuesday a week earlier than scheduled and before the term-sharing agreement between Speaker Cayetano and Velasco takes effect on October 14. Both the House and the Senate will only have a month when they resume sessions on November 16th to pass and to reconcile their versions of the measure. Just look at the events that happened recently. What was the reason why he suspended the session abruptly? So isa lang ibig sabihin ng Speaker Cayetano is afraid because he does not have the numbers. As, as easy as that. 
The Philippines' trade deficit widens to $2.08 billion in August from $1.83 billion in July. The country's trade deficit, meanwhile, narrowed compared to the same period last year. The Philippine Statistics Authority says total exports reached over $5.13 billion, or around 248 billion pesos. That's 18.6 lower than in August of 2019. Meanwhile, imports declined by a much faster rate of 22.6 percent. The downtrend comes as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to disrupt global trade, particularly in Asia. Essentially, it's telling us that we are part of a really big value chain in Asia with China at the head and with uh, many st- many countries still you know, contributing to that value chain still relatively uh, unable to open up their economies. Our factories, I think at, at this level, uh, we have seen uh, improvement in the, in, the, in the factory outputs and in the leading indicators of uh, industry and manufacturing. You see that they are already prepared to increase the orders and the likes but uh, you know if if it's uh, if there's no actual uh, mm-hmm. order that will come then eventually you know this uh, this manufacturing uh, hubs will will remain um, sluggish President Duterte has appointed Court of Appeals Justice Ricardo Rosario to the Supreme Court. Rosario will take over the post vacated by Supreme Court Associate Justice Jose Reyes Jr., who retired last September 18. Rosario obtained his law degree from the Ateneo de Manila in 1983. Prior to his work at the Court of Appeals, Rosario was a legal officer at the NBI and was a senior assistant prosecutor in Quezon City. U.S. President Donald Trump's doctor says the American leader can return to public engagement on Saturday. According to Dr. Sean Conley, Trump has completed his course of therapy for the novel coronavirus and has responded, quote, extremely well to the treatment without any evidence of adverse side or adverse effects. Conley says Trump has remained in stable condition since returning to the White House last Monday. Trump was hospitalized last week after he contracted the virus, while the White House has declined to say when Trump last tested negative for COVID-19. President Trump itching to return to the campaign trail as he falls behind Democratic candidate Joe Biden in national polls ahead of next month's election. On Thursday, Trump released a video promising senior citizens the same treatment he received for COVID-19 at no cost. So, to my favorite people in the world, the seniors, I'm a senior, but we have medicines right now, and I call them a cure. I went into the hospital a week ago, I was very sick, and I took this medicine, and it was incredible. It was incredible. I I could have walked out the following day sooner. It was incredible, the impact it had. And we're going to make that and others that are similar to it, almost identical, We're going to make them available immediately. Things that would take two, three, four years are taking a matter of weeks or even sooner than that. And that's because of me. We're taking care of our seniors. I want you to get the same care that I got. But Trump is refusing to take part in his scheduled second debate with Biden when it became a virtual event after the COVID-19 outbreak at the White House. This prompted Biden to set a town hall-style event in Philadelphia on that same day. Another debate between Biden and Trump is scheduled on October 22nd. 
Filipino tennis sensation Alex Ayala moves a step closer to making history. Ayala advanced to the semis of the girls' French Open. She earned the spot by beating Linda Noskova of the Czech Republic 4-6-6-3-6-2. No Filipino has won at Roland Garros and Ayala is the first to reach the final four. The 15-year-old is eyeing her first Grand Slam singles crown to add to her doubles title at this year's Australian Open. And before we go, veteran journalist and ANC anchor Christian Isqueda is this year's Marshall McLuhan Fellow. Jeff Kanoy is on the line to tell us more. Jeff, tell us more about the good news. Hi, Trevita. Uh, this year's Jaime uh, Ziongpin journalism seminar was a bit different from previous years because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But we still ended up with a new Marshall McLuhan Fellow. Uh, that is veteran journalist and ABS-CBN News Channel anchor Christian Esguera. Uh, Esquera received a fellowship at the conclusion of the seminar, where he also served as a panelist. Now, the JVO, or the Jaime B. Ongpin uh, Seminar, is an annual uh, event organized by the Center for Media Freedom and Responsibility, or CMFR, and it gathers journalists who did important work in the preceding year to discuss pressing issues in uh, journalism and the country. This year's JVO panelists included uh, Esguera, his fellow ABS-CBN journalists Shara Zambrano and Mike Navalio, GMA7 Serafi Tima, Philstar.com's uh, Camille Viola, and Rappler's Dian Buan. Uh, and, like, uh, and this year, uh, the journalists uh, discussed how the global pandemic affected news coverage as well as press freedom in the Philippines given the shutdown of uh, media uh, uh, corporation ABS-CBN and the weaponization of the law in the country. Esguera received the McLuhan Fellowship from Canada's ambassador to the Philippines, Peter MacArthur, and MacArthur lauded Esguera for, uh, quote, consistency in providing the public outstanding coverage of the most uh, pressing stories of the day, as well as his passion for the craft that transcends news platforms and whose proficient mastery Discover and explain the facts, uh, restricts the space for disinformation to thrive. Now, the Marshall McLuhan Fellowship is awarded yearly by the Canadian Embassy in the Philippines to a recipient embodying outstanding qualities in the field of journalism, and the fellowship has been given since 1997. The fellow will travel to universities across Canada and the Philippines to deliver lectures on a chosen topic in journalism, but with the current, uh, with the ongoing pandemic, uh, those plans have been pushed uh, to uh, early next year and when the embassy and uh, the organizers are hoping uh, restrict travel restrictions have been, uh, uh, have eased, uh, considering that the pandemic is still uh, currently uh, ongoing. Uh, meanwhile, Philstar.com's uh, Camille Viola also received the 2020 Award of Distinction from the CMFR. And she received the award for going beyond the surface of news online and for her innovative spirit on cyberspace. Esguera won that same award last year. Hermina. All right, Jeff, tell us what he's in for. Because you yourself, you were awarded that same award, that same distinction. Uh, I believe it was 2018. And you were tired after that hosted, <laughs> I remember. So tell us more about what Christian is in for. Well, I think it's a very different uh, what Christian is going to be facing this year. Um, when, when in 2018, I had to uh, travel to Canada during the winter, which you know gives another meaning to uh, a brave journalist uh, going to going through winter in Canada. But 
Uh, it was a very uh, important uh, uh, mission, I guess, to uh, talk about journalism in the Philippines in various uh, universities and organizations in Canada, and then bringing that back to the Philippines. Uh, in, in 2018, when I did uh, the lecture tour in the Philippines, I visited uh, Baguio City, uh, Legaspi, Naga, mm. uh, uh, Dumaguete, and all these other cities to talk and meet with young uh, students and journalists, and it's very uh, it's very important work in that you get to teach uh, news literacy as well as also gain a better understanding of what uh, these young journalists are seeing in today's journalism. So um, it's it's a very uh, I, I think Christian is going to uh, be doing it earlier next year around March, from what I've heard. Mm. So it's going to be an interesting. Uh, time for him considering he's going to be doing this lecture tour uh, and he is pushing through uh, pushing through with a trip in Canada according to the organizer so uh, it's going to be a very interesting uh, trip considering that there's a pandemic happening uh, right now. Carmina. But it won't uh, it won't take out the exhilaration of, of, of the whole um, of the whole distinction. Um, thank you so much, uh, Jeff, for joining us. Nice to talk to you again. And to Christian, congratulations from all of us. That'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back the interviews too on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe, everyone, as you keep it here on the news channel.